Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing shiurim in the Sefer Lekutim Moran. We are currently in Torah. Hey, diving in deep. We last left off exploring the need to purify our hearts and our minds in order to strengthen our prayers. The example most recently that Rabbi Nachman gave was that of chametz, of that schmutz that we don't want to be dealing with on Pesach, and really the entire year, metaphorically speaking. And when you take the ches of chametz, and you're able to break the leg, ga'ar is the language that he uses to get upset with, to rebuke, almost to hit. When you hit the left leg of the ches that's coming down, and you break it, and part of it pops off and comes down and creates that hay. And then you have the letters mem, tzadi, hay, spelling matzah. You're taking the chametz, the shmutz, and literally turning it into the, the ultimate mitzvah item of the Yant of Pesach, of our freedom. Let's dive in, continuing in this topic. Here we go. V'zeu lashon ga'ar, and this is the language of rebuke. Lashon mariva, the language of fighting, to fight. Ki matzah, because matzah, lashon mariva is also the language of fighting. How is that so? Rabbi Nachman brings a proof to show us that these two words are connected, both matzah and battle. How is that so? The Zohar says that tzaddikim engage in battle with the other side, that side of negativity, in order to keep it from approaching the dwelling place of the Shechina. The word matzusa in this case, refers to battle, and there are other places throughout Tanakh where it's used to, to mean contend or to battle or to fight, thus connecting the Shoresh, the Mem, and the Tzadi, Matzah with Matsusa, Matzah that we eat and Matzah that we're trying to break our chametz to turn it into with this battle of the Tzadikim. How do we connect this idea back? He's going to do it for us right here, the Rebbe. Here we go. Hainu. Namely, this is speaking about when you protect your wisdom so that these external thoughts, these thoughts of the chitzonius, perhaps secular wisdom that's not appropriate for us to be dealing with, cannot even enter our mind, so that will guard us from having these hirhurim ralim, these negative thoughts, thoughts of, of apikorsis, of heresy, or thoughts of, of inappropriateness, because these thoughts, these thoughts and ideas, are the windpipe of the other side. The, these are the vocal cords, if you will, of the other side. Rabbi Nachman brings a proof text that is a little bit of a play on words. Shlomo HaMelech says, which literally means when you acquire wisdom, you acquire understanding. In our case, he's saying acquiring wisdom is also the wisdom of the windpipe. When one acquires a higher level of windpipe, we were speaking earlier in, in earlier shiurim about living in an elevated way. Now we're talking about speaking and dealing with our lives in an elevated way, mostly through our windpipe. When we do that, knebina, then we have a greater understanding of how the world works, dikadusha, within the realms of holiness. When you use your kane, when you use your windpipe to cry out through tefillahs, that's when we live this elevated life and our prayers will become more powerful. Through this, you will save yourself from this concept of chametz, of the shmutz that clogs our pipes. Shahid Sitra de Moisa. This chametz is considered on the side of death. The word machmetzes that we saw in a line of the Zohar earlier contains both chametz and mace and death, which are both the concept of the other side. 
v'tamin, and we should believe ki kol matzusa u'meriva sheyesh bein tzadikim shleimim ein zelikadeshi yegarshu citron achrinan. All conflicts and battles that exist between full tzadikim, true tzadikim, and we can probably think of many, they only exist in order to wipe out the other side, to destroy the world of evil. This concept is a game changer. For those of us who know a little bit of internal Jewish history, there are many machlokasim throughout our holy heritage, really starting from the Torah itself and working all the way down through Tanakh, through the Torah Shebaal Peh, and even through today. We have many famous machlokasim, famous arguments between super tzaddikim. What Rabbi Nachman just came and told us, this bombshell that he dropped, was that these machlokasim, it's not that one, one tzaddik hates the other, God forbid. It's that these actions, these fights, are part of what is breaking the other side, the side of negativity. Now, with this filter, looking back on all of Jewish history, this is really a game changer. The filter through which we can view everything else, all of these machlokasim, in modern history, of Rav Cook and Rav Yosef Chaim Sonnenfeld, you have Rav Shach and Lubavitcher Rebbe. Baruch Hashem, we have a lot of these machlokasim that now we can see as not just two people that didn't like each other, chas v'shalom, but rather you have two tzaddikim, and what they're doing, whatever they're doing, and how they're doing it in the spiritual realms, is breaking the negativity and breaking the other side. V'zeh perish, and this is what the Pasuk means, in Proverbs, oizen sheimaz toichachas chayim bekerev chachamim talen, that the ears who hear the pushback, the feedback of life, they will merit to sit amongst the wise. Lashon taluna umariva, Rabbi Nachman takes that word tulin, which means to sit or dwell amongst, and says that's connected to Tuluna, which means a complaint or a fight. That when you hear the fighting between Sadikim, you should know that this fighting is a reproof, part of the feedback of life, the tochacha, specifically for blemishing the drops of the mind. Now, the drops of the mind could be referring to anything that was inappropriate that went into our mind, but most specifically in our case, we're referring to shmirasa bris, to the idea of guarding our relationships with the opposite gender in thought, speech, and action. When you hear tzaddikim fighting, you should take this not as saying they're fighting, but God forbid, but rather, I'm experiencing this to let me know that there is some blemish within my mind that I need to, to work on, most specifically having to do with the, the realms of shmira sabris, of guarding the covenant, namely my relationships having to do with the opposite gender, thought, speech, or action. Sha'al Zene'emar, because on this Pasuk it said, Kol bahel lo yeshuvun, lo yasigu archos chayim. No one that goes to her returns, nor do they regain the paths of life. Rabbi Nachman is bringing this as a proof text to let us know super clearly that when we involve ourselves in violations of Shmira Sabris, it's not going to go anywhere good. The greater our level of Shmira Sabris, the cleaner our spiritual pipes will be. Sha'ata davuk besitra achra, because when you involve yourself in these types of negative items, you're attaching yourself to this, the side of death. Bechinus chametz, which is chametz, bechinus yard gavriel, which is this whole idea of gavriel stabbing his reed into the sea, as we learned about earlier. Veseida shenatz kane, to know that when that 
Reed is plunged into the sea that Gavriel did earlier, as we learned about in our Torah. Know that this is a reed of external wisdom that we don't want as part of our mind, plunging in and blemishing our wisdom that we're supposed to be protecting. And certainly, if your mind hadn't been blemished at all, then you never would have been able to experience those machlokasim, those arguments between the tzaddikim, because these exist only for you as a reminder to, quote, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Make sure that our actions, specifically in regards to Shemir Sabris, but all of the ideas, and especially those things that we're learning that are outside the corpus of rabbinic literature, to try to figure out, where am I off a little bit? Where are those blemishes and to take careful note when we experience a machlokis between tzaddikim to know that that's not them arguing between themselves because there's God forbid a hatred or something of the like but rather it's there to allow us to take a moment of pause to reflect upon our own actions for growth. This is all in order to return us from, God forbid, the side of death to life, from the chametz, from the shmutz back to the matzah, from that ches of chametz to the hay of holiness, of kedusha, so that we can become clean, we can repent from an inappropriate fear, meaning something other than God, from a blemished voice, or from concepts or wisdom that are not positive, to good Yiras Hashem, to the super recognition of the awesomeness kind of God. This will then create a good voice, and this will then, then in turn also create good wisdom. That when a person guards his mind, this is the concept of chametz, shelo yeatum, that it should not become clogged. Azai yifke kolcha begulgaltecha, because then your voice can literally strike your skull, but meaning get into your mind, and that is what then can create this thunder, and that will help to straighten out any issues that exist in your heart, that thunder that we spoke about earlier in the Torah. And when we're able to do this, to achieve all of these steps, va'az, and then tiz kelasimcha, then you merit real happiness. Kamosha Kasev, like the Pasuk says, uliyishrei lev simcha, that when your heart is straight, is on the proper path, there's simcha, there's joy. Bezeh perish, and this is what the, the verse means. In Tehillim, in Psalms, when it says, encha b'seser ram, evchoncha al neimarivasela that you answered my request in secret with thunder. I tested you at the fighting waters, Sela. May Mariva, when the verse says the fighting waters, Zevachinas Matzah, this is talking about Matzah, Bechinas Moichin, which is the concept of your mind, as we had explained before, Ali Dezeh Naseh Ra'amim. And through this, we create thunder. We learned many, many foundational principles today. We're going to stop here and pick it up, please God, in the next episode with Os Hey, number five. Wishing everyone a beautiful day.